We gotta get better at some mistakes we make in the first half, but I think the adjustment were good. That third quarter is the way the Cavs gotta play. Greetings and salutations, everybody. It's your girl, J Ray the Fanatic, and Timmy B. Okay, so half a day, CNMI. Um, I know a couple of you guys I've been checking in with here in the CNMI about this Cavs game. Uh, we were at game five, series was tied at two. LeBron James at the buzzer, though, gave us the win. So we're going to kind of recap on that. We just heard from Jose Calderon, who says that the Cavs, in order to make sure they can seal this series in game six on Friday, they have to play the whole game the way they did in the third quarter. Um, let's let's kind of recap, talk about that, talk about the highs and the lows of that game. Kimmy, I, t- Kimmy Timmy, I know you watched it um, firsthand because we you were I was actually on a shoot, you guys. It was so funny. Um, I was I had to shoot some stuff today and. I had my headphones on because, you know, you go into autopilot. You're like, I know I need this shot, this shot, this shot. So I'm just running around shooting. And then somebody was like, hey, did you happen to get when so-and-so said this? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I have my headphones I mean, on listening to the game. <laughs> I I hope so. But, not you know, even, I, I, not even paying attention. Yeah, I, I, ha- I haven't I heard word one that anybody said. So, <laughs> But you saw it, so which is obviously totally different than listening to it. So tell me what you saw while they were playing game five today. Well, what I seen in this game uh, five was uh, in the third quarter. I seen that the, the Cavs played a, a very good third quarter. Like I seen that, you know, the shots were falling, the ball movement was very good. You know, um, Kyle Korver, he was coming off the bench, hitting his shots. You know, uh, the ball movement was good. LeBron James, Larry Nance Jr. You know, players coming off the bench, stepping up, and uh, Jose Calderon, of course. You know, as as you stated earlier, but um. What I did see uh, throughout the game also was the defense. You know, mm-hmm. J.R. Smith didn't really play. You know, didn't have. You know, he didn't really. I don't. Even, I think he was scoreless. He was scoreless, he, but I think he, he had a fairly decent or, defensive yeah, game. Fairly decent defensive game. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. He had some steals, had some blocks in, and you know, um, you know that that goes a long way. Of course, you know, with me with defense, if you can block the shot or if you can steal the ball, that means that the team can't score. So that that does still, you know, pay pay dividends in the game. So mm-hmm. when uh, when I seen that that was happening and, and, you know, the Pacers had their fight, man, Sabonis, and, you know, you had Stevenson, and uh, even um, Oladipo was a little shaky, but, you know, he mm-hmm. started off he started off okay, you know, that they were actually giving the Cavs a run for their money. But, um, you know, the Cavs willed it back, and I seen that, you know, LeBron once again, you know, willed the team, put the team on his back, and said, you know, I'm, I'm going to make sure that this victory, you know, is going to be because of my toughness and my defense. Of course, as you uh, you probably are going to see that block that he made. Yeah, I saw and, that already. I saw I've seen all the highlights. Um, so here here's yeah, the thing. So, you know, that's the defensive part that I like about the Cavs, that they can do that. Right. Listening to it, you know, you, you definitely I love I actually love listening to um, basketball on the radio because the commentators are just breaking every single thing down that things that you kind of overlook sometimes when you're when you're watching it. Um, mm-hmm. That being said, though, I would say I I felt like, like you said, the Pacers definitely gave the Cavs a run for their money. I thought they did really, really well defensively against the Cavs. And I also think that because at the end of the, at the, end of the first quarter, um, nobody had more than 12 points, right, on, on the Pacers' side. Yeah. But yeah, they were yeah. but they were spreading the ball around enough that they were still they 
they outscored us by two points in the first quarter. They outscored us by five in the second. So they were definitely moving the ball around enough. And it didn't matter that Oladipo, which is usually typically their number one score, was just having just an eh game because they were they were moving it around. The the way that Oladipo was playing, you know, um, the the way I seen the that the outcome of him of this game was for him was that it, it was like too much of uh overexerting itself. Like he was trying too hard. You know, mm. I, I can tell I could tell that in some of the uh plays that he was uh, you know, going down on the transition and it was it was just that Oladipo, you know, tried too hard. Like it was one of those situations where he felt the need to, you know, get get the game going, but but that's he his job, though, right? Players involved. You can get the other players involved, though. That was the thing. Yeah. The other players weren't, you know, once that another player found a rhythm, it seemed that Oladipo didn't go to him. Mm. You know, like, it, it seemed like it was going to be like, okay, that, that person's getting his points. Okay, now, I'm gonna, of course, I'm going to see if I can find my, my shot. But, right. you know, it kind of didn't get the offense moving and kind of didn't get it flowing. So, you know. That that's was a funny. Kind of that's a funny point there. to me, and the only reason that's a funny point to me is because if the situation is reversed and LeBron is trying to force it, then then no one's going to say that. Everybody's going to say, "Oh, that's LeBron. He's supposed to carry the team on his back." Right, but when he right. doesn't, and when he facilitates, and I think that people forget that that's who he is as a player. His basketball IQ is phenomenal, and he facilitates the game in a way that. Most people, I wouldn't even say Jordan facilitated the game to the extent that LeBron does. So, but when LeBron passes it off, it's like, oh no, he should have kept the ball. But when Oladipo tries to get it started, you're like, oh no, he should have seen, you know, his other right. teammates. I, I think right, I, I right. find that this very hilarious. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you know, it's levels to this game. I understand you know, that. I understand that. But you know, a certain stature. So you know, I you gotta you, you gotta kind of take that one on the chin. I, I, you know, I mean, I'm gonna point it out though, because okay, the thing of the okay. matter is, is like I understand that Oladipo's not LeBron, but as far as the Pacers are concerned, he is the man on that team. So if he's the one trying to get things going, that's his job. Until you got, until you guys, and I'm saying anyone who's not like Team LeBron, like I am, until you guys say it's not, and then he should have taken a different route. You make allowances for other people that you don't make for the king. That's all I'm saying. So I'm saying. We're going to get back to the game. Okay. <laughs> all right. That's all I'm saying. Because, you know, LeBron had to be tired. LeBron played 41 minutes in this game, you know, and he did that's definitely. That's a lot of minutes. Of that's a lot of minutes. Him. That's a lot that's of minutes for anybody. So that's what I, yeah, so it's like that's a lot of minutes. I mean, that, that's you could actually say he didn't even fight. Like, you could say he out. played the whole game. Right? Yeah, he played the whole game. Yeah. And that's exhausting. That's exactly. that's exhausting. Yeah. But when you have – and again, you know, Jr. I understand that sometimes you do, but I still don't expect you to put up goose eggs in the NBA. That's weird to me. But, you know, he did go out there and have a really good defensive game. But then again, Kyle Culver, who's been lacking across the board, you know, he he did what he he does sporadically. You know, all of a sudden he was kind of right, eh right. for three in the first half. And then the second and a half, it, somebody lit a fire under him. And while I'm happy yeah, that I, we won. Yeah, I like that. I like that he, he did that this game because – you know, you showed the stats and you circled it around mm-hmm. in the uh, in the, in the, <laughs> on my in the lineup. Yeah, like, yeah. He was like, "Where was Corver?" So you yeah. know, he must have been watching that. He saw it. <laughs> okay, watch. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I love it. I I do. My fear is okay. This is a this is a team that I don't think that we should be 
struggling. If if it goes to game seven, then that's a concern for me. You know what I mean? I just don't think that we should go to game seven against the Pacers. But I also don't think that as a whole, we've played well together. Um, we just haven't. So I'm a little that's concerned. True. I'm just I'm just a little concerned because this is the first round. And if we're struggling and limping through the first round against the Pacers, it's only going to get progressively worse. So right. what, are we, what are we really expecting the, the outcome of this to be? I mean, logically speaking, you know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah, and, and it's going to be uh, one of those situations where uh, they have to think about, you know, how to pace themselves because the game is going to get faster. You know, you're going to face Washington or potentially Toronto next, and, mm-hmm. and they're a fast-paced team too. Mm-hmm. Cleveland knows what's up with Toronto. They played them in the, uh, in the playoffs. Yeah. So, you know, you have to think about things like that. And, and also too, you know, LeBron has to – talk to his bench uh, like there's a whole lot more because of whatever he, he said to them today or, you know, whatever type of approach they took today. It worked. That's exactly what it worked, you mm-hmm. know, with the, you know, with the exception of, 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 of J.R. Smith, you know, not making any points, but still making up for it on defense. Mm-hmm. Just imagine the points that J.R. Smith can produce if the whole team is hitting on our, all cylinders. Right. You know what I mean? So, you know, that a lot of those things can come into play and, you know, it, it, it has to get, like done as soon as possible. Right. There's, there's the windows closing. So LeBron had 44 points, 10 rebounds, eight assists. Um, our next highest scorer was Kyle Cover with 19 points, six rebounds. Now that that six Dude, rebounds a thing gap. is a big thing. It, but, the the, the point, point score is a big gap. Yes, but when's the right. last time Kyle Cover got six rebounds? I can't rebounds. recall it. Yeah, was, I can't recall right. it. That's, so that was a to me right there. That's that's a that's a nice yeah. stat to see um, mm-hmm. from that. Kyle Cover. Um, Kevin Love, 11 points, 10, 10 rebounds, one assist. I expect it's Kevin quiet Love to get... Double, double. Mm-hmm. Quiet double-double. Quiet double-double, yeah. But I still yeah. expect um, Kevin Love, that. who's the number one rebounder on the team, if you're if you're low in points, I expect your rebounds to be... I expect 19 rebounds in a game or something like that. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I mean, like I said, I'm glad we won. I'm glad that, you know, of, of course, the buzzer beater... Uh, to win the game and to not go into overtime is 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 awesome that LeBron did always, that. But always, it, that's awesome. always going to be a beautiful thing to see. But none of this curbs my concern. You know what I mean? That's all I. None all right. of it. Still, I mean, it, I'm, I would still be concerned too if I was you. I mean, yes. like I'm, I'm 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 a LeBron. You know, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm a LeBron fan to a certain extent. You know, but um, and that as a as a Cavs, you know, being person being a uh, person from LA, I still like to see the Cavs win because LeBron is there. But right. um. It's still not, you know, like you say, it's still not covering my concern. It's like it's going to be the same thing. Right. It's, they're going to have to get it get it done, and they're going to have to step up game in and game out because there's no room for error now. Now that they have, you know, this lead, mm-hmm. there's no room for error. The bench just has to come in in Indiana and just come and wreck shot from the beginning and keep it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. let's, let's move to um – the Patriots owner is calling for the release of imprisoned rapper Meek Mill. He says Meek is an amazing young man and he's been unfairly punished. I'm sure it's a topic that you'll you'll love to expound on, but Meek Mill is out. He's yeah. out of prison. Meek! Um, free Meek? Yeah. He's out, baby. Yeah. He's out. He's a free man. Timmy, do you do you remember the details surrounding his incarceration? Um just uh, briefly, I say in a nutshell that um, it was a, a gun charge and 
I believe, a, a drug possession charge that was 10 years old. Mm. And that uh, said that if that was a violation of his parole. And, um, of course, he got sentenced to uh, some years in prison. And that was, like, earlier. But then when he got out, something had happened to where I think he, like, he kind of, like, popped a wheelie or something. He was riding a, a dirt bike or something. I and, remember that, yeah. And then... I think that violated his parole for some odd reason I don't know of. And he got sent back to prison. And then now, you know, um, finding out that these charges and, and that and that these uh, allegations, not even allegations, just the priors that they're bringing up on him were so old. And, you know, just some of them, some of them was even fabricated. You know, you know, the uh, mm -hmm. prosecutors and defense and everybody that was involved in this, you know, determined that, you know, the things just—it was just too bogus. Like it was just like too—it was just like it wasn't even worth, you know, doing because it was wrong. Mm -hmm. It what he did was wrong, false. You know, not really false, but just ten years ago on a drug, gun and drug charge. Right. You already know how to. So with yeah. That's so how they do it. He he was arrested in in January of 2007 in Philadelphia and charged with assault, drug, and gun possession. Um, that was in 2007. He was convicted of those charges in 2000. Wow, that's a long time. So he was convicted in he was arrested in January 2007. He was convicted of those charges in August of 2008 um, and was sentenced to 11 to 23 months um, behind bars. He did five months and then received probation. Um, and then he was released in June of 2009, but he tested positive for marijuana on several occasions, and he had a some sort of technical, it, it's not really going to detail, like some sort of technical violation of his probation that ended up sending him back to prison, um, and he was back in prison in 2014. So here's the thing. Here's where I have a problem with it. Um, we We know all too well that Black people don't receive the same treatment in the, the judicial system as white people do. Right. If you think otherwise, right, you're crazy. You should probably see somebody sit on a couch and talk to somebody and work out your life issues because yeah. this is very common knowledge. The problem that yeah. I have with Meek, I'm, I'm first of all I ha happy that you're out um, because there's nothing, yeah. there's no reason why you should have spent that amount of time in jail. It, 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 I mean, we have a plethora of black people that are in jail for nonviolent crimes. We have a plethora of black people who have 25 to 40 year sentences on marijuana charges. You know what I mean? So this Man. is, and just this, Man. we're just talking just, hey. just possession charges. We're not even talking to intent to distribute. Um, some of it's just for a joint. Like some, they, they this is what I'm saying. Some of it, yeah. Third, third strike on a joint. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Meanwhile, white kids is getting like, Two months probation. Uh, I mean, this is a factual even, thing. Don't even get me started on that. Yeah, that's a whole nother. Ooh, now they they gentrifying weed now. <laughs> when I saw Robert Kraft and Meek looking all happy with, I almost threw up. You know how we can manipulate and we can use whatever plan we have to use until we, you know, can make that getaway and just say, "Bam, I got you now. I use you. I'm gone." So. I don't want to say that that's what's going to happen right here, but I wouldn't want I wouldn't have want Meek to stay in prison for the things that he got, you know, for the charges that he had. So if you are so upset and here, it's it's a, it's the duality of your personality that makes you not trustworthy to me. Like if you are mm -hmm. so upset and think that Meek Mill 
has been in prison unjustly, then shouldn't you be just as open with your support of Colin Kaepernick for wanting to stop that very thing? How do you play that out right. where you can support one right. black man who's incarcerated, but not the other who is not free and fighting mm. to make sure that this doesn't continue? How do you play that out in your mind so you're not just a walking hypocrite? Good question. If somebody, make you, go, you know mm. what I mean? Like if somebody has the answer to that, let me know. But and mm -hmm. and again, if Robert played any kind of role in me getting out, that's that's um, that's great. It really is. But still, Meek, you need to keep snake venom in your back pocket because the man is not, he's not your friend. Yeah. That's got, all I'm going to say. He's, he's you not your friend. Cute. Love him from a distance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Love, you know, send him yeah. postcards from your, from your freedom house, right. you know, but. Yeah. From Wakanda. Yeah. <laughs> forever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But, um, I, you know, I just wish you the best, Meek. I do. And I'm probably going to get some backlash because of my, like, just, just, just watch Robert. Don't trust, don't trust. Just watch him. <laughs> yeah, man. Just keep, you always got to keep your uh, friends close and enemies closer. Yeah. Don't start inviting so him to cookouts and eating his potato salad and don't, don't do none of that. It's not time. Right. It's not time. Um, street smart. Business. Yeah. Let's talk about, um, the NFL draft, which is coming up. Have you? Yeah. Have you participated in any mock drafts or anything like that? Um, no, I have not participated in any. I don't personally. I don't like to do a mock draft because mm. um, nine times out of ten, all of those are all wrong. So of course, it's, that's why they call it mock. But of course, like they be way off. So that's the difference. But um, but what for me? Uh, I just I just watch the players, you know, and uh, some of the highlights of them, you know, and kind of kind of give my own decision my own critique on them but um you know they have a high a high wide receiver class that I do know a high receiver class and a, a very very uh deep um defensive lineman class I've seen that the defensive lineman can go can go early and and the quarterbacks of course the quarterback so I mean those you know, you might throw a running back here and there, but the only one, of course, you know of is Saquon Barkley of the running back. Cleveland's going first, obviously, but the New York yeah. Giants pick second. Right. Um, what do you think some second of their needs back. are? I think that they definitely need a quarterback because I think Eli's time is winding down. Um, yeah. But um, what do you what what do you think right. they need? Um, the Giants. The Giants need. Uh, I think they do need a running back. But okay. they were they they they're probably going to go with, with the quarterback later on in the draft because um, of of what they can pick up first with Saquon. Mm -hmm. You know, you won't you don't you don't pass up a running back with his caliber. Of course, he's like an Ezekiel Elliott guy from the Big Ten. You know, he's fast runner, you know, elusive. Right. So uh, that's what the Giants are missing. Like they have established quarterback in, in Eli, of course, but. The uh, the backup can be probably picked up in the next uh, pick for them, um, and their their need will probably be a running back. I think they go with Saquon number two. Washington, you know, yeah, they, they were seven and nine last season. Yeah, um, they but kind they of just, like at a five hundred with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would I would say they probably need. I would they probably need some defensive players. I would say maybe a cornerback, um, maybe a lineman, maybe. Okay. Yeah, because uh, yeah, the the corners uh, over there are 
are getting a little getting a little washed. Got D'Angelo Hall still holding mm-hmm. it down for mm-hmm. for as much as he can, but you know you got a uh, Rashad Breeland over there. So I mean, yeah, I can see them going with a with a defensive back as well. We're just talking needs right now, guys. We're not talking right. like like who we actually think because you know I I do these mock drafts every year and I have not been right once. I think one time I was right. right. Um, Try to get the position right, not the player. Yeah, yeah, and that's what it is. I've gotten the position right several times, but, you know, with the exception of Dez, Dez is the only one that yeah. I was like, they got to trade up and get him, and they did. And But yeah. I, and, I haven't been. That, that was something that was on my mind. Like, yeah. that whole day, I was like, that whole traded, day. And, that's um, what I, I was like. Yeah. But you know, as cowboy fans, you know, especially Timmy, we've watched a couple of drafts together. It's always like, oh no, why would you do that? Like that's how we spend most of our draft day. So um we'll see. Cause we pick nineteenth uh in in our in the in round one. So what do you what do you think? Oh well, um I'm gonna give you my my thoughts and then I'm just gonna give you like what I think the cowboys are going to do in the okay. final uh, say. Okay. So um, my thoughts are Cowboys will uh, maybe trade up mm. and potentially grab someone from a team that, you know, they don't want to have. Them. So it's probably going to mm. be a safety. I don't know who. Mm. But if we trade up, we're, we may get a safety. I think we have to trade up and get a wide receiver, you know, especially now with Des gone and free agency's okay. over. You know, okay. I think, I think, okay. and we've already said that the wide receiving core is pretty good in this draft class. So yeah. I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, and another thing that they may do now that, um, these things that were going on with David Irving, I don't know what's going to come about with, mm-hmm. with his uh, situation. But, you know, of course, you know that the woman or his girlfriend made false out, uh, allegations. Yeah, that was too much. So, so that was too much. But the NFL and, um, of course, Goodell is going to look into it now. Frisco, Texas, they dropped the case. They just said, OK, we found out she was lying. She made a statement. So that's it. So they can take an approach and take a defensive lineman if. Something happens to David Irving. For but, those of you um, who don't know the David yeah. Irving case, she hacked his Twitter account. Was his Twitter or his Instagram? One of his yeah, social media he, accounts. Yeah, his Twitter. It's, she hacked his Twitter, but she pretty much hacked his whole uh, Verizon cloud. Yeah. But, but went to Twitter to I done go I told rant. y'all about that cloud, but um, yeah. <laughs> she hacked yeah. it and got Twitter in there. Rant. Yeah, and she, yeah. and she said that he, he beat her, put her out on the street with no clothes on. Yada yada. Yeah, just oh, made and up all of that. Tore tore out all of her hair, and then he was like, "Look, y'all, yeah. this, is, this is a recent picture of her. She still has her hair. Like this didn't happen." Right, but right. and then when he tweeted a response that like, "No, she's lying. She still had access," and retweeted and was like, "You're you're not going to get away with your lies, and the truth will come out." And I've yeah. already alerted the like. She doubled down on it oh my until God. like I, what yeah. was like eight hours later. Then she does this yeah. long drawn out statement. Long old drawn out statement. That like, she I was, was emotional. Yeah. That is not, and see, again, this is, I mm, okay, mm-hmm. y'all gonna learn, mm-hmm. y'all gonna learn. But yeah. I also wanted to just real briefly, before we get out of here, Kevin Durant said he accidentally liked an Instagram comment ah. where somebody <laughs> said that Russell 
Westbrook is the reason why OKC has never been successful. Um, and Katie accidentally liked it. Uh, but then you kind of have to look. He's got Carmelo Anthony there now. He's got Paul George. Is there something to that statement? Is Westbrook, with all of his talents, also part of the problem? Yes. I believe Westbrook <laughs> holds himself back. And, you think he uh, holds himself team. back? And the team. How does he hold because himself he's, back? He's not winning the title. If that's So he's going to be playing this NBA league. He's going to be playing his career just to be a triple-double king, just to mm-hmm. pad his stats. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm. I hate to say it, but you know, the 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 play of Westbrook is holding him back from winning the big game. The way he plays. The way he plays. Mm-hmm. His okay. style. His style of play is going is 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 hindering him and the team that he's going to be on because, of course, you can pull all the triple doubles in you want to, but what matters is things that they're not doing right now. Westbrook is not getting the W done. And he's not, you know, involving his teammates when the time should be involving his teammates. And this is playoff time. Like, why would you be so right. selfish? I mean, and I and I didn't Especially initially with the team that you have right, yeah, because he he doesn't have because when KD was there, we could argue, you know, it's just him and KD, you know. But now, no, you've got like some weapons, and then you know, you do have weapons. You you have weapons, <laughs> and you have people, and 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 the reason why I kind of co-signed on this thought process, which I wouldn't have before, is Carmelo scoring less points, Paul George is scoring less points. They're not playing to the caliber that we're used to seeing them playing now that they're playing with you. And I, and then I have to draw back to my own thing where, you know, I love me some Westbrook and I love LeBron. And people ask me all the time, would you ever want to see them play together? And I always say, hell no. Like, because it wouldn't work. <laughs> he would, he right. would mess up the rhythm. So I guess yeah. I would just have to, like, yeah. really, if I really think he'd mess up the rhythm with LeBron, who wouldn't he mess up the rhythm with? You know what I mean? Considering exactly. that. LeBron has this amazing basketball IQ. It wouldn't it wouldn't seem mm-hmm. realistic for me to think that he wouldn't mess up the rhythm for everybody else. So, right. you know, as much as I love Russell, I hate to say it, there might be some truth to that comment. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Cuz and then one thing that he also said too, I mean, he he says his best friend is him and Spalding. So, mm. when he when he says that on the when he says that in interviews and little, you know, comments it's like that lets you know right there where his mind is. He's yep. all about him. He does. Yep. I mean, once once it comes to the team, he involves them, you know, with the assist, mm-hmm. things like that. But I mean, when it comes down to it, Westbrook wants the ball in his hands, and he doesn't want it in anybody else. Yeah, so, you that's know, true. That's he's true. getting in the way of himself with that one. But shouts yeah. out to Westbrook, though, man. Your game is incredible, man. Like you, <laughs> you know, you're explosive. You know what yeah, I'm saying? And you're, you're fun you're to watch. You're fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah, and everybody likes to see Westbrook flying, you know, up and down the court like he Mario. Yeah. Brothers from yeah. the start, you know, so that's cool. Okay. You can do that. All right. Well, on that note, Russell, you know, we wish you the best. But, uh, Timmy, tell, them, tell everybody where they can find you. Find me on Twitter and Instagram. It's Timmy B. And on Facebook, Timothy Barnes Jr. Y'all drop us a comment, leave anything you want to leave, notes, anything, we'll respond. Yes, yes. And make sure you follow me on all things social media at J-Ray the Fanatic or follow me online at jraythefanatic.com. Don't forget, while you're on jraythefanatic.com, I'm going to be doing rants every week. So make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page. It's called Fanatic Productions. You'll see it. It's a little camera lens. And uh, we will check you guys out next week. Make sure you watch the draft. Make sure you watch the game on Friday because 
If you you mm. know if the Cavs don't win, you're gonna need to send some prayers out to your girl. So just make sure you oh, watch yeah. and know what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> could be because it's a winner go home for the uh, Indiana Pacers. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't have no rum chata out here or nothing. So oh, you know, man. it's not. I, a they good... gotta have something out there with some rum in it. Well, yeah, but it's not rum chata. Rum chata. Yeah, they don't have I like the, Yeah, they don't have the leche. Yeah, I love it. You got to get a coconut or something. Something, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us. And don't forget to follow us and come yes, back uh-huh. every single week in half a day. See you tomorrow.